The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Tuesday, 12th of May. The Fujicast. Welcome to the Fujicast. Uh, the daily show instead of the weekly show uh, where we're with you and a photographic community talking about Fuji cameras, yes, talking about photography, yes, uh, any kind of genre. And today, Kev, is one of our favourite days on a Tuesday, isn't it? Because it is, well, we started out calling it No Tech Tuesday and, and then it's Free For All Tuesday and, and now, now it's it's Tech Free Tuesday. I don't think it's ever had a proper title, has it? I think Tech Free Tuesday is, 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 is about that, right. Is that what it's become? So Tech Free Tuesdays, where um, all the questions uh, we can have photography ones in there, but they're uh, they're tech free. So there's no but button focusing questions. Um, <laughs> um, what, are, what are the various other ones we get reasonably often? Normally something about the fifty six mil. Which lens are a favourite? <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. I suppose that's uh, there's yeah loosely tech, isn't it? Uh, yeah. weather, weatherproofing, weather sealing is a is a is an old chestnut. So, anything you like, except the tech stuff. Um, but we should really start, Kev, by saying first of all, um, your presets uh, have gone down very well. Some lovely comments to do with them, which is great. Good. Yeah, absolutely good. Yes, thank you very much, everybody, for those of you that have invested in them. I love that word, invest. Yes, what I really mean is giving me money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, joking, joking. It's a good investment. <laughs> That's always a funny word when um, wedding photographers use the word investment. I'm being cautious here, Kev. Do you use investment in your website? No, I don't. No. I use the word fees. Fees, I don't like, yeah. I must admit, I don't like having the title prices. No. Because that sounds a little bit coarse. I, but I don't like the word investment no. because... I don't really think it is an investment. So you're not going to get a return on your money. Um, well, I guess you are in, in terms of it's the only thing that lasts after the wedding, I suppose. True. I don't know. I think it just sounds a bit highbrow, but it's just yeah. me. So I, I go on fees. I use fees. Professional yeah. fees. That's Professional fees, it. yeah. But your mileage may vary. The Wonga. Give us your cash. <laughs> the other thing we must mention is fujifund.org. Uh, this is something that, um, well, yeah, and in fact, you know about it because you were approached about it. So I, I shouldn't, you know, you, you go for it, Kev. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing to do with us, but we're 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 gonna we're gonna mention it every now and again until yeah. the uh, the launch. Uh, so Ian Palmer has set up Fuji Fund, which is um, some uh, sixteen uh, Fujifilm photographers have all donated the print, including myself. And uh, he's going to be on the twentieth of May. That website is going to open up. Well, it's there now, so you can see it. But the the um, purchasing will happen on the twentieth of May. Fujifund.org, and all profits um, will go to uh, the COVID appeal and also uh, to another charity which deals with. Uh, Hungry children yeah. in, uh, I think it's in the UK, but it might be in Europe or even worldwide. Anyway, all the money is going to go to charity. It's a very good deal. Um, each print is individual and will be printed professionally and framed and all that kind of stuff by the good folks at Digital Lab. And, and actually, Ian wrote to us with some of his faves, didn't he? We had Rinsey Rose, we mentioned, Russell Ord. We've mentioned. I think it's Russell on the show this coming Saturday for the uh, for the for, for the star interview. Uh, mm-hmm. is- Isabel Corthier was was mentioned for this particular one. He said, "I was so thankful when Isabel agreed to donate a shot. She's a fabulous documentary photographer with a heart of being the voice for others at the core of what she does." Ian, that is great. I'm going to get you to write my website. The, the shot she donated speaks of friendship and captures joy and individual expression, something she's expert at capturing. That's why I really like it. It's just a celebration. So there we go. If there's, if you, if there's not a reason to go off to the website and have a look for it now, I don't know what is. And we will link, of course, and show Isabel's image on the Fujicast show notes yeah. in today's episode. Right. Before we uh, get going with these tech-free questions, did you uh, yesterday you, you gave me a challenge. 
uh, 20 hops from, from London Underground on Wikipedia. Why? Why? Uh, why? I, I suppose London Underground was just this sort of arbitrary starting place, and twenty was an arbitrary number, wasn't it? Well, uh, we were talking about London Underground, weren't we? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, the, it's it's just a, a time killing exercise, really. Yeah. So twenty was arbitrary, but I find twenty is good because you can go really off off piste with it. I think we were trying so to prove how far down down the rabbit warren you could travel, weren't we, or something? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, first, did well. First of all, did you think about the links you were clicking onto? Where did you look down the page? And think, oh, that's something I'd be interested in. Or did yes, you just, just randomly do yeah. it? Yeah, because I, yeah, I did take some time thinking. Oh, yeah, that's that's how it. So I, I went first of all from London Underground to I think um, I think I ended up at Paddington, Paddington for GWR, and then after that it just got really random. Mm. And after twenty hops, I ended up in the Burgundy wine region. <laughs> it's funny we both ended up in areas i ended up in a place a tiny little town in massachusetts called adams <laughs> is it linked to a brewery <laughs> no that's adams oh yeah oh adams yeah South adams massachusetts oh adams massachusetts why why how do, what do they have well, in adams massachusetts that you're interested I, I, in i can't remember the exact route i took but i ended up reading about somebody who was a lecturer at um yale, yale university yeah. who happened to be from from um adams massachusetts and i i thought i would click on it just basically my reason why i ended up clicking on that was because i thought well hang on massachusetts institute of technology is in massachusetts i wonder if it's related to that turns out it's no, not it's no. just a town in massachusetts it, it, was, it was quite an interesting exper experiment actually it's good fun isn't it, <laughs> it and I, I end up on wikipedia i can go for i just go oh, yeah, and go yeah. and go and go you ready for some questions Indeed. Steffi uh, Petroskoff. Uh, Steffi Petroskoff, yeah. With the interviewees you've had on the show doing such a vast number of different things, I'm thinking, though, in particular about one photographer you have mentioned a lot, Don McCullin. If mm. either of you would have had the opportunity, would you or could you have covered the kind of work he did? Good question, Steffi, because... Every time I and we went to the last exhibition of his, we went to together, didn't we? The two of us, Michael Schilling, and I think um, also Sanjay, didn't we? Sanjay, the, the, Sanjay, yeah, Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and we, I think we're all standing there saying, "Oh, do you know, if I could, if I could have worked in this kind of arena, whilst also looking at some of the horrific stuff and thinking, mm, I'm glad I didn't." Yeah, I um, no is probably the answer. I would. It's hard, isn't it? If I was single and didn't have families and all that kind of stuff, I would probably be a little bit more blasé about it, although I'd certainly be thinking very much twice about it. Yeah. Um, we're talking about something very seriously, Gemma. We're talking about dead people in wars. Oh dear. Dead people in wars? Yeah, Gemma's just really in interrupted us. Is this the time? What, what, did, what does she want? Not, nothing to do with the plan. Said, she said, I can, we could arrange that, i.e. me going off to <laughs> war zones. Okay. <laughs> No, oh, I heard you say if I was single. Oh, oh if I, I was see. single. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, she's already getting the passport out the out the, uh, the cupboards for you. That can be arranged, Mullins. Although you can't yeah. travel just at the moment. Turning yeah. back to our serious faces. Yeah. Um, no. I. You know what? Are you, by the way, are you going to miss this 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 the studio interruptions and the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won't be the same, will it? I think what we should do when we get back together in your studio is record just some like yeah. random interruptions from the family. Absolutely, yeah. We'll get we'll, we'll get the uh, the Amazon man just to keep knocking on the door every so often. Oh, anyway, go on back back to the serious nature of the question from Steffi Petroskov. Uh, yeah. So no, I honestly probably not. 
mm. I, I think is, is is the thing. But like I say, it depends on your circumstance in life, doesn't it? And I, I, I know Don was married when he, you know, yeah, Don McCullum was married was. when he, he yeah. went off to do all these things. And he had children as well. Well, I think, if I remember rightly, I'm, I, I'm fairly sure this is the case, he was on his honeymoon when the Berlin Wall um, issues were happening, was going up. And he... He basically, they came back from their honeymoon and, and you know, he took the only money they had. He, he said, I'm going to Berlin. Yeah. I'm going to photograph it. So I don't think they had kids at that point. But, yeah, certainly later. Um, I don't know. You know, what do you do? I'd like to say from a, um, uh, you know, from a from a point of view of documentation, then, yes, you'd have it in you. But, I, you know, I'm too too selfish, I think, if, I'm, if truth be told. Very, very, to, very, to, very to, tricky one. Um, hmm. I think I follow the same line as Kev there, really. Uh, it does take an awful lot of guts as well. And the mm. world's a different place now as well. I mean, I remember talking to John McCarthy all those weeks back where, near where the, um, where the Daily started. And I can't remember whether he said this during the interval or maybe when we were chat at uh, the interview or maybe when we were chatting before or after um, where he said, you know, time, times have changed. He was, he, was a, he was a hostage at, if there was a right time, the right time, because now being a hostage, mm. uh, you'd end up in a different colour suit. And I'm afraid many people have found out, of course, they... They're bargaining chips in a rather horrific sense. Very true. Ooh. I mean, we mustn't forget that Don, you know, Don McCain also photographed things closer to home. Both, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Both, uh, you know, so he did the, the um, Northern Ireland troubles for a long time um, in the seventies. Some yeah. iconic pictures came from Don McCain there. True, true. Um, you know, and of course there was there was crossfire there, so so a lot of innocent people also got hurt there as well. But yeah. I think you know, generally, would I get on a plane and go to Syria? You think you'd have to think twice about it. Yeah. Yeah. Riley North. What's the oh blimey, this this we're starting off with some serious ones, dear listener. We'll we'll get back to the uh, the ones like we have had over the last couple of weeks in a moment. Riley North, what's the most frightening photographic experience you've both had? A situation you've been in where you thought, I didn't quite sign up for this. Well, I, I certainly we can't lay claim to anything as you can imagine now, like we were talking about with Don McCullin, but I mean I, I do have an amusing one. So I, I had the advantage of seeing this before you, you've seen this. So, um, and I, I've never, ever told you this, Kev, and I've mm. certainly never, ever told Andreas this. But, Andreas, are you listening? I almost got mugged in Brighton um, where I went out. It was, I tried to get some low-light stuff with one of the pre I think it was one of the only pre-release XH1s. Literally, this camera had come into the country, and I went to test it for some low-light. And um, I, t- I took it out late at night and uh, I was approached by somebody and I thought this is going to be a really serious situation. Uh, and I, I did put the camera before me. And <laughs> I, thought, I don't want to be going back to Andreas saying, you know that lovely new camera, the X-H1? I haven't mm. got it anymore. So what happened? Well, fortunately, um, a couple of people, um, lit- it was that stretch that's very, you know, when you go, you go down onto the, um, next to the coast, it's, it's where that zip wire is, yeah? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. at night time, that becomes quite quiet, that, that stretch. But mm. it's also quite good because you can look back towards the pier. And I, I, that was a really good place to set up and get some low light. But I was completely on my own. And uh, this bloke came towards me. And um, he, well, he, he made some serious noises of wanting something from me. That's all, all I'll say. And, uh, and then fortunately, 
a couple of people came along um, the um, along as well at the same time as him, and he kind of got a bit spooked by it and and, and disappeared. Yeah, that's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, I, you're talking about. Uh, I'll, I'll never do that again, Andreas. By the way, I'll only ever go out in the light. There was one uh, one ex photographer who uh, Fuji film ex photographer who I will not name, who I think it was the XT3 that he he'd got on um, pre release, and he was due to be testing it and he dropped it off a cliff. <gasps> what? Or should laugh? And it never came back. Yeah. Smashed into a million pieces. <laughs> oh, so no, it was a goner. It, well, I thought you were going to say for oh, a minute yeah, it was on yeah, the yeah. end of a lead and it was okay. It bounced back again like like a bungee. No, it went. And oh. I think it was like the only one in Europe or something. Oh, my God. That would have been one of the disaster stories on the old Monday shows we used to do, wouldn't it? <laughs> be perfect if it had the guts to write in about it. Uh, well, we've spoken about him many times, so oh, I'm we? not going to tell you who it was. Though. Oh, Ooh, I said him. That, that <laughs> does it rhyme with... No, we can't do that. <laughs> I also slipped a guide in the Gambia and ended up facing somebody with a weapon. You've you've seen that video, yeah. You, that I, yeah. And that was about yeah. it, really. Uh, nothing else. No, nothing terrible at a wedding. <laughs> nothing like that, to be honest. Well, have you yeah. ever been in a situation where you thought well, I didn't sign up for this photographically? No, no, no. True. That that's it. You know, I photograph. I well, there was that woman that died. We've spoke about that. You know, there's an old lady dropped dead in front of me at a wedding. But yeah, weddings not really. I mean, no. weddings are very. Very enclosed, aren't they? Not yeah. really a great deal goes on there in terms of uh, you know outside the box stuff. And I, and I haven't really been in the situations. I mean, I've uh, I've been um, you know I've photographed births and things like that. And I remember when I was I photographed my first birth, I was I was actually thinking to myself, what the how the he- Mullins, how the <laughs> hell do you get yourself into these situations? What on earth was oh, going dear. through your head? Um, but actually, it turned out to be one of the, the most enjoyable yeah. things I've ever photographed. Can you imagine that all gowned up if somebody would have got would, would have mistaken you and said, Dr. Mullins, this way, please. Got another patient for you. <laughs> Step this way. Yeah, hold this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alison Barclay, can I suggest that for... Uh, oh, yeah, can I suggest that who would play you in a movie conversation? Did we do this one before? Uh, yeah. Sir, Sir pa- uh, we did do that one. Sir mm. Patrick Stewart would, would give us an excellent Neil James Oh, I see. She's she's adding to that conversation. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, I can see you as Patrick. I can see Patrick Stewart as you. Yeah. See, I like, I like Patrick just because he's bald. You mean? Uh, no, 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 no. Do you remember Kinder Surprises? <laughs> Are you? Li- <laughs> this is one of those linking things, isn't it? Neil James, Patrick Stewart, Kinder Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yes i do remember kinder surprise <laughs> is this going further or were you just taking the taking the mickey <laughs> yeah so i think we should stop I'm not sure i'd want sir patrick stewart because he's a bit grumpy isn't he oh yeah, i mean he, i like he's grumpy. a great actor he's very serious though mm. yeah. oh yeah he's a proper yeah he's a proper, proper lovey. Actor. yes lovey um okay um what about you though who would who would uh who would play you mullins oh there's millions jack d probably jack, I think jack d would be the, the one for me he would be good yeah uh kian balak thank you tech free tuesdays neil and oh god here comes that word i did practice this uh in fact i downloaded it so i'm gonna cheat is neil a autotonsorialist did you get that uh, yeah, autotonsorialist. 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 And if so, well, do you know what it means, first of all? Um, no, I'm going to try and break it down, though. Autotonsorialist. That's it, yeah. Oh, perfect. Spot on. Autoton. Yeah. Do your... Round of applause. Do you have an automatic mode on your console? 
Say again, sorry, the, the audience were applauding over it. An automatic... Do you have an automatic mode on your tonsils? Oh, I suppose that's a good guess, but no. I had my tonsils out when I was a kid. That was the first operation I had. Uh, no, I don't know them. No. Um, it is somebody who cuts their own hair. What? There's a word for that? Mm, I didn't realise. I had to look it up. And, that's uh, who thinks of these words? I don't know, but it's, it's a real word. You'll find it online. Um, somebody who cuts... What do they call a barber, then? Well, they're, 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 not, they're, they're cutting your hair, aren't they, as a barber? This is somebody who cuts their own hair. I suppose yeah, a barber so, might so, be a tonsorialist then, would he? Or she? Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe yeah. he is, or she is. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to answer your question, Key, and I'm definitely a blade runner, yes. And he said, if so, blade or clippers? Um, I, yeah, I started very tentatively with clippers and, and a shaver, uh, but now pff, I go straight in with a, with a blade, Kian. I'm not afraid. And I have had a few issues. Sometimes- Tonsorialists yes. and hairdressers are semantically related. Sometimes you can relate, replace the term hairdresser with yeah. tonsorialist. The words are similar. Next time I go to my, um, my, my Turkish barber, <laughs> I'm going to say to him, excuse me, tonsorialist. <laughs> do they do do massages in Turkish ones. Uh, love, I lo- yeah, I love, love, um, I love them. Absolutely love them. And uh, well, there's one for you as well from Kian. Uh, what is Kevin's favourite food discovery since he became plant-based? Good question. <laughs> Probably the Kevin pies. <laughs> They're the great. What? The Kevin vegan pies. They're beautiful. Vegan. Mushroom, baby onions, a little bit of chilli in there. Oh, really nice. Now, I've been talking to Ralu Chase um, because uh, when we got into this conversation after the pub quiz last week in the locked in okay and we for some reason we got on to talking about um uh, about vegan diets uh, because she is a vegan as well and mm-hmm. uh, i've been having quite a lot of two ways with her and I'm, I'm getting more and more intrigued by by being plant-based kev i am really seriously not even taking a mickey for once well we we've had um i have to admit since the lockdown i've 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 slipped a little bit and i've had a little bit of cheese yeah um but other than that i've stuck to the stuck to the plan and uh, i don't i really have no issues with it whatsoever i eat a lot of corn we had um uh what do you call those things um mexican wraps um tortillas and stuff last night with um corn and uh, sriracha sauce and it was lovely chilies peppers are the kids eating it yeah 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 yeah, yeah, the kids do i mean they will eat some of it Sometimes they'll have their own, uh, you know, they might have chicken or something. Mm. But they um, they love the um, the the kebabby type things we found, which are vegan kebabs. They're made by yeah. a company called Grow G R O, uh, and they're really nice as well. You honestly, I, you, you'd be hard pushed to find it, you know, to notice the difference from a, a meat kebab and a uh, one of these kebabs. Well, I'm uh, I've I've watched the thing on Netflix that Ralu sent to me, and uh, yeah. I am. I, it's difficult during lockdown because we're being really careful about the amount of times we go shopping and um, and the spend on it, and you know, having two different food groups. I, I, I don't know. Um, doesn't necessarily feel the right time for me to do it, but I, I'm now more intrigued than ever I was. But also, I would never suggest you do it. I only did it basically because I wanted to have a healthier lifestyle, and you do. You definitely do. And well, if, you, if you're watching yeah. that documentary on Netflix, which I think you're, it's the one I watched also, which is, you know, when they show the blood contents and all that no, kind no, of stuff. No, no, this is a difficult... Uh, difficult? This is a different one. <laughs> difficult. Oh, Different one. Um, it is called uh, Fork Over Knives. Uh, Fork Over Knives? Or, yeah. Oh, right. No, Something I like that. that. Yeah. 
Very uh, good. Very strong. I spent all afternoon yesterday watching 12 episodes of Agatha Raisin. <laughs> <laughs> Ever uh, seen Agatha Raisin? I haven't, but it sounds... It, it, it's dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Why? What is it? It's a uh, it's about a, a, a woman kind of sleuth detective again, but it's in the Cotswolds, so, and it's filmed oh. actually. A lot of it's filmed around here, right. so I know all the areas. I thought it was, I thought it, it was Agatha Raisin was something to do with <laughs> with plant based cooking. No. The Agatha Raisin Show. No, no, no. Yeah, Agatha <laughs> Raisin. It's cool. It's all right. All right. It's very, very. You can just switch off and not think about food and stuff. Mark Wise, did Kevin really not know what a meme was? Um, it's not a meme, it's a meme <laughs> It has to be the funniest moment on the show over the last few weeks when Kevin said he thought it was a meme which can have all kinds of connotations if you start to use the word in different contexts. I'll give you an example. <laughs> you might get away with, have you seen the barking doggy meme It's hilarious, but it'd sound a, a little bit more suspect if you were to say, I'm off to the shower to give my meme a wash. Well... <laughs> When you innocently just mean you want to wash your pet chihuahua after a long walk in the fields. <laughs> Use, using Mimi, Mark, you've been very inventive here. Using Mimi as the gold standard pronunciation, though. What are your favourite Mimi's of all time? It is a, it's not a Mimi, it's a... Meme. You must get that right. Oh, look, I'm too old to worry about changing the way I speak. <laughs> Come by here and listen to me now. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a favourite Mimi? Uh, oh, no, I don't know. I, I've seen millions of them. I saw that one this morning from Matt Lucas taking on the um, Prime oh, Minister yes, last night. Yeah. That was very, very funny. That, that, that wasn't a Mimi. Yeah, that's that not so much a Mimi. Yeah. Have we got time for one more? Yeah, throw it in. Come on, let's Do go. Another one. This is from... And don't forget to keep sending these in. These are brilliant. This will be the last one. And then next Tuesday, we'll have a, another Tech Free Tuesday. Please send them in to click at fujicast.co.uk. Click at fujicast.co.uk. Uh, Andrew Higgins. Uh, he wrote some good ones in, actually. Uh, your own careers. As someone who's always been a photographer since leaving sixth form college, I find it very interesting that both of you have had successful... Stop it. ...and wildly different previous careers from photography. I particularly think of Neil with this question because you have a great affection and love for radio by the sound of it. Another podcast I listen to... What, you listen to another one? Surely not. David Lloyd's Radio Moments, which is, I'll agree, Andrew, very good in which broadcasters speak about their careers in radio and their and their common love for the medium. So, uh, is it, well, there's one for both of us here. So, Neil, if radio, uh, he said, insert name here, came calling with a regular show, would you hang up the cameras for radio again? Well, I don't know. I mean, which radio oh, station? We should answer, or we should, I should answer for you and you should answer for me. Well, I'll give you your question then. I'll, I'll, I'll answer for you. Okay. Kev has said he wouldn't be keen to go back into corporate IT. So, Kevin... Is there another stage in your career yet to come? Do you want to answer for you or shall I answer? Yeah, you no, It's better if I, we answer for ourselves now. It's all become very complicated. <laughs> well, I mean, Kev's often talked about becoming a dustman of late. <laughs> oh, I could, I, honestly, I would do it. I think really? it's, no, it's not a menial job. No, no, sure. no, I'm not suggesting that. And in this time, though, it's been pretty, it's been a, one of the key working jobs, but I just can't imagine you doing it because you'd have to get up early for a start. Dustman. I, I get up early. Oh, you do actually. That's unfair. No, you do um, get up early. Oh, that bit you could handle. I I have uh, over the last kind of a few years or whatever, I've I've thought about being a postman. I quite like to be a postman. Yeah, I think that uh, that'd suit me. That's even earlier than dustman, isn't it? Well, I used to. My way. first ever job was a milkman. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, I take that then, back then because they're they're all early jobs. I, I think I don't know whether I I like a teacher. I I like the idea of being a teacher. I like the idea of helping people. You know, fledgling people onto the out of the nest, so to speak. Yeah. 
Um, do you think you'd be a frightening? Oh. Do you think you'd be a frightening teacher? Oh, don't cross Mr. Mullins. He's got a terrible oh, oh. temper. No, I think I'd like to do primary kids. I like I like the little kiddies. Would you? Like to, do you think you'd be the little funny faces? <laughs> you can't yeah. just go into teaching because you want to see their little funny faces. Yeah, and I quite like the idea of coming home every Friday with nits. <laughs> I dream of those days. <laughs> uh, Knits. Oh, luxury. Oh, dear. So would you, if, uh, if um, I don't know, if what, Steve right? Wright rang you this afternoon and said, come on, Neil, come on the come on the big show tomorrow. You've got your own slot. Yeah. You have to, I don't want to be on his show. Give up what? everything and do it, though. Would you do it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I wanted to answer for you. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh, here he comes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Is it going to be... Um, uh, hello? <laughs> it's control of Radio 2. Hold on. Yeah. 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 I get it. All right, bye. They don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to just stay being a photographer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, probably... Yeah. I am about to announce, though, a new solo podcast, I might uh-huh. add. Uh, yeah. which I can't say anything about at the moment. Uh, but don't worry, it's not like Take That Splitting Up. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, no. I want to be, be... Oh, no, who would you be? You'd have to be Andrew Barlow because he was the talented one. Uh, it's something Barlow, isn't it? Gary Barlow. Of course, <laughs> Gary Barlow. Yeah, uh, I don't know which one of... Uh, I don't think I'd have been any of those. They can all dance. I can't dance with Toffee. <laughs> And the only tune I can play on the piano is is probably only one fingered these days. Uh, but there we go. So no, no, no. We're 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 all good. It's uh, just I do have an exciting thing to come, um, which I will tell you about soonish. Uh, good. And, and that is it for today. I I do like Tech Free Tuesdays. It's good fun. Isn't they it? are good fun. We didn't get a chance to do Stephen Lynham's question, uh, which is a really really interesting one about your and my wife. Um, oh, and my wife that that implies we share the same wife. oh no 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 we're not living in the commune no which your wife no longer true and my wife uh <laughs> and there's a really good one from dennis lee which is very complicated uh oh a super one from adam brennan uh, anyway there's loads but you still have a chance to get yours in so send them to click at fujicast.co.uk tomorrow your book you have to have a book have you sorted yes. one for this week Yes, I got a good one for tomorrow. Good. We got I got chastised for picking books that nobody could buy. Yeah, well, they were so, rather expensive. Although somebody worked out that they were a gazillionaire through through your books. Yeah, um, <laughs> people do become gazillionaires through books. Yeah. yeah. So tomorrow will be much more affordable. Super. All right. Um, see you tomorrow then, Kev. Bye bye. The Fuji Cast is an independent loading zone production. Goodbye, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. We're back tomorrow with another show. Well, unless we're fired, we'll talk to you then. Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Goodbye.